Hello and welcome to the CritCast podcast. I am your dungeon master, the new DM, and I am here joined with my friends as we take on another adventure, another few days in Icewind Dale. Um, if we want to start with a quick introduction, that would be lovely. We'll go through my roll 20, uh, and I'm going to mix it up this time with, uh, let's have Idana introduce yourself first. Um... What sort of things are you looking for in this introduction, dear DM? Yes, uh, with this kind of introduction, uh, the people have kind of have more or less come to know you and uh, what you look like. So, just a quick who you are, uh, race, class, and real brief background, and that should do it. Okay. Um, I am Adana Tiradon. I am from Neverwinter. I am a rogue swashbuckler, and I was originally a half-elf, but now I'm a dampier, and I am out here exploring in the cold, cold wilds of the attacked area of the Rime of the Frostmaiden. Perfect, and that's right. You heard correctly, a dampier, a little bit different than a vampire. Uh, or a dampire. Uh, very, very interesting things. Something hopefully we'll get to explore a little bit more as we unfold uh, that, which is Idana. Uh, Torvaril, if you would go next, that would be great. Kind of following the same guidelines. Hi. I'm a, I'm a dwarf. My name is Torval Crackhand. I uh, came up from the Mithril Halls, and uh, I'm a cleric, and I, I worship... Um, Oh, who the hell do I worship? Baron of True Silver. That's who it is. <laughs> <laughs> you would think me being a cleric, I wouldn't forget that. But well, here we are. <laughs> yeah, you are in the Icewind Dale. Things are uh, things make you forget a deity every now and then. <laughs> yeah, uh, here in the Icewind Dale, working on the uh, poles. Perfect. All right. Uh, and that brings us to uh, Tobias. Please, the same thing. Give us a quick introduction. Uh, so I am Tobias Roplin, a human renowned fisherman of Icewind Dale. Uh, just like to get down and get things done. Love a good drink. And I love to catch all things D-Life. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, all right. Uh, so as I remember, um, what we did last time was each one of us claim a number one through four to do a nice recap of kind of things that have happened. Um, who would like to start? I asked Idana first uh, to introduce your character. So uh, number one through four for a recap of the events that have happened last time. Give me a number. Do you want us just to roll a d4? Oh, you can just say it out loud, and then I'll roll a d4 to see who gets to recap it for us. I'll pick one. One? All right. Torvaril? 
Four. All right, and Tobias. Two. <laughs> I rolled a one, so uh, please, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please, you done a okay. Uh, uh, a yeah, just a brief recap of what's kind of happened uh, since last episode. See if I can recall this all. Um, well, with what happened in the last couple of episodes, our characters got together, met with some people in a local inn. Let me get my notes out. Yeah. Put on the spot. Hold on. No, you're fine. Oh, my notes have disappeared. Uh, we met with somebody from the Torga in one of the inns, and we got a bit of an assignment from her to go and find a missing trades wagon I guess you could say it a wagon that had some stuff that didn't really show up so we were tasked to go find this wagon in exchange for a person that we were trying to learn some more about a person by the name of Sephic so we started out on this journey and as we were kind of going along there were various events that happened, such as some Chewingas. We met up with them and got some neat little magical effects upon us. And we ended up going back to, oh, what is the town called? Oh, actually, Shander. Be before you went to Bryn Shander, you fought off uh, some polar bears and some goblins. Oh, that uh, was that was before. Okay, yeah, we had a fight with the polar bears and the goblins. Uh, successfully fought them. Idana's deep dark secret of being a dampier was revealed to her traveling companions, and they made it back to Bryn Shander. Had a run in with Sephic at one point and killed him. Sephic was acting real funky. Was an owl at one point too took him out and yeah it's about where we left off perfect perfect i interrupted too soon you're right so yeah you dealt with sephic and then you guys went off and uh went and found the sled uh and okay. yeah that was my fault uh so yes you were right you went out uh you dealt with sephic then went out found the uh sled from the polar bears and the goblins that you were originally uh, tasked with from the Black Iron Blades. Uh, and I think that was Eliza, uh, Dwarf, who sent you guys on that mission. Um, who, if I remember correctly, had a little fancy, uh, had a little, uh, something for one of your traveling companions. Uh, yeah. Uh, my, my sweet Eliza. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yes, so right now you, uh, are coming off of the, um, the fact that you saw Idana munch down on this, basically bite back this polar bear. 
in a traditional va- uh, dampier way with a vampiric bite. Uh, much like a vampire, you drain the life force from this polar bear and return it to yourself. Uh, and thank goodness that you have such um, understanding companions uh, because they seem to just accept that you uh, one of their traveling mates has such a dark history but that is Icewind Dale isn't it everyone has a bit of a a bit of a back history to them Um, at this point we are oh I'd say just about to start getting into midday which would be light twilight um i don't want to say the sun up in the sky can be seen because you can't really see it however there is a bit more light out uh that is not the stars and uh ori borealis uh reaching across the sky um I imagine that you guys were all headed back from East Haven or the East Way Trail back to Bryn Shander to uh, communicate to Eliza at the Black Iron Blades kind of what's happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, question for mm-hmm. you, DM. Do we want to, well, I guess not do, but when do we want to bring up that item that was dropped by Sephic. You know what? This is a great time to uh, resolve that. Uh, One thing uh, everyone that I forgot to mention was an item, a magical item that was dropped by Sephic when he was defeated that was picked up by Idana. Do you want to tell us a little bit? Um, I guess... I can be smart about it. Yeah, yeah, please, please. Uh, you could probably tiptoe around this better than I can. I have so many yeah. things I want to say right now. <laughs> it's all good. I can I can tiptoe around this. So yes, it's an icy dagger and obviously has some magical effect to it. So just kind of reading off of what the details are for this dagger. It says when you attune to it, it deals an additional 2d4 cold damage and as a bonus action it can be changed into a short short uh, blah blah short sword long sword scimitar sickle or back into a dagger and yeah it's an interesting dagger there's some things going on with it that idana doesn't quite understand but now she's got a cool icy dagger that's right. She has a very And if there's cool... any more you want to say about it, go for it. I feel that we need to at least express that uh, when we discussed you picking this dagger up, I had you make a check that was yeah. immediately failed upon. If I remember correctly, yeah. it was it a was wisdom? An one. It was, yeah, it was a charisma saving throw you had me do, and I rolled a nat one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's right. That's right. It was a charisma saving throw, and you rolled a natural one, which in our lovely 
D&D &D language means that, unfortunately, you have some succumbed to something about this knife. But we're not talking about it quite yet. Uh, at the moment, the bigger things are happening. At the moment, you are all trying to make your way back to Bryn Shander. Uh, like I said, it's about midday, kind of-ish. The days are blurred together. Uh, by light. Uh, it's mostly night, uh, but there's more light than usual. Uh, as you're making your way through, I am rolling on my end here to see how things are going. And if I remember correctly, you were all pulling a cart, the cart that you had found. Hmm. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And the Chewingas hopped onto the cart. That's right. Uh, we have three Chewingas that have uh, joined us um, on this journey from the last, uh, I think, the last session, uh, <laughs> which I love these little tidbits, uh, things that remind me of my bigger plot uh, driving forward <laughs> as a DM. All right. Uh, with my role. You guys are able to make it through the first three hours just fine. In fact, uh, despite you're able to, or despite the clearer conditions that you're traveling in, um, you're able to trudge through the snow fairly well. Um, I'm not going to make you do any strength checks as you're pulling this heavy cart miles, uh, step after step after step um, pulling this heavy cart full of uh, various items and it's uh, iron ingots all stamped with the black iron blades this is very noble of you guys to be doing to be trudging this along unfortunately on the horizon you can start to see the clouds are shifting in an ill weather way um can i get a perception check from each one of you please um oh and boy. with each roll when your number po uh, pops up if you don't mind stating the number that you got got an 18 19 9 perfect uh <laughs> tobias in normal fashion uh, you see something, but you're not quite able to make it out as well as the others uh, on the horizon. It almost looks like a bit of light, but it's hard to make out from your position uh, in the uh, uh, train of people kind of moving the path that you guys have gone through. It's hard to make out because somebody keeps stepping in your way you're not able to see it. The other two, however, with an 18 and 19, you were able to see that there seems to be a fire, a campfire, um, a little bit ahead. You can start to see the smoke billow up uh, high into the uh, sky. Um, you can see a little bit of the glimmering flame happening, um, but you don't see any activity around the uh, campfire, I guess we'll call it. What would you like so to do? So there's 
there's yeah. no shapes around the fire. There's just a fire. It looks like just a fire from the distance that you can tell. Uh, you're, I would give you... You're about half a mile away. Uh, with, half a mile. Yeah, with uh, obscured conditions. Best as you can okay. see with an 18 and 19, no figures around. However, you know that you will probably not make it to town uh, before that blizzard on the horizon is coming in. Well, it looks like there are some people up ahead. Possibly. I see fire, but I'm not able to see very clearly if there is anything or anyone. Um, do we want to maybe pause before the blizzard is upon us and make ourselves a fire and keep ourselves warm? Well, I have two thoughts here. One, they're friendly people and we can share their fire. Or two, they're unfriendly people and if we start a fire, we're letting them know where we're at. Do you think that uh, Blizzard's bad enough yet so that we might be able to kind of come up on them obstructed and, and get a better view of what we're dealing with here? I think it's a good idea. Uh, Alright, uh, so... Alright. So, I suppose we'll try and make our way up to that fire a little bit, uh, stealthily. Stealthily is what I was looking for. Alright, uh... You have a cart. With disadvantage. You are going to be at a high <laughs> disadvantage with the cart. However, uh, the wind is blowing in a way that you are obscured. So I'm going to say your what would give you advantage also equals out or uh, what do you call it? Uh, neutralizes the disadvantage. So just a straight roll. Cool. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Twenty-four. I'm, I'm wearing, I'm wearing chainmail, so I get disadvantage on stealth checks. Oh, so, oh. Well, 19. that's still a, that's still pretty good. But okay. also, Torvald, you got a ten. But I'm a stealthy dwarf. Stop! Stop! All right. Uh, if... You've got to be stealthy. <laughs> be quiet so they don't hear you. So, as you're making your way up, you're not able to stay as quiet as you would like. Uh, <laughs> you kind of just, at this point, see that you're not going to make it in time from the blizzard. So you're kind of just like, well, if they're going to see us, they're going to see us. So we might as well make it hit there uh, and let them know we're coming in. Because at this point... We're trying to avoid this blizzard that's going to shut down all movement for us. Uh, and that uh, puts us where we are now on my map on roll 20. If you would all like to place yourselves at the bottom of this map, we can start dealing with this next step. As you guys come closer to... Yep. Yep, I'm sorry. 
I went over before how to get your name on there, and I've totally forgot or how yeah. to get your dude on there. Just, you just uh, click work? and no. select your name, not the three lines of the hamburger menu, but your actual yeah. name. Click and drag and pull. Oh, no, that didn't work. Oh, man. If you click on your character there we go. so your little screen I comes up. up, there you go. Oh, you got two of yourself now. Perfect. I don't know this, but I'm a cleric of the trickery domain, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you are. Got a you silent image coming on. A little better. Alright, so as you start to make your way up towards the camp, you're starting to pass a clearing of trees, uh, some basic pine trees, that's now uh, opening up to allow you to see a little bit better than you could see before. Um, as you were walking up, you couldn't quite see that there were trees obscuring the way. Now that you're closer, you see, okay, there were trees. Hopefully this is a good sign that there's people around. But as you cross into these trees, uh, you don't even need to roll a perception check. You can kind of see the aftermath of what's happened here. Uh, up towards the north all is quiet by the campfire you can start to see what looks like a little bit of red snow leading off into the woods towards the same trees that you're coming from um, not much can be seen exactly where you're at now uh, however, moving forward will uh, unveil more. However, how you choose to move forward also presents some challenges because at this point, the blizzard is starting to come in. Can we see from here that these people are like clearly dead or is this something that they could still have some life signs? Uh, at this we point, it's hard to see that they're clearly oh, you dead. You might even see... Uh, that they're um i'm gonna adjust my sound level here uh you probably can even see bodies on the floor barely um but the blizzard is starting to very much obscure any view that you have you need to start Holy pressing shit, towards well. the camp I'm gonna start moving towards these people. I'm gonna get one towards the camp. Build. I'm gonna try and branch off into the trees. Pause there. Go to this dude over here. Just tell me when I need to stop Pause. if I'm like. Good. No, this is perfect. This is perfect. You both have. Can I check on this dude right here to the left? Absolutely, you can. Uh, both of you, uh, as you're coming up, uh, Tobias, actually. <laughs> oh, how I love your curious nature. Tobias, rolled me a perception check. And the other one, rolled me a uh, Torv roll. As you're coming up on this other dead body, um, roll me an investigation or um, nature check. Uh, probably would be closer to what you're looking for than investigation, excuse me. Uh, a nature or maybe survival. Uh, both of you, as you're coming up on these areas, you see uh, 
Tobias, an area of three tents, um, a body of a middle-aged woman, uh, bloodied, uh, head removed from her torso, uh, laying in front of the largest tent to the southwest. Um, just a little bit, just a little bit uh, to the east. All right, the curious nature. Uh, we see that there is a large tent, um, Tobias, where you're standing. A large green tent. The corpse of a headless torso, you can clearly make out to be a woman, is splayed out in front of this tent. Um, Torvril, the corpse in front of you can be seen as somebody with a makeshift um, armor um, placed on their body but clearly oversized Uh, they have been gnashed at uh, with a perception and a survival check Uh, I'll start with the survivor ooh I uh I don't survive. Yeah, you're, uh, <laughs> with your survival check uh, being a uh, critical failure, <laughs> being a natural one, uh, you're not able to make out quite what killed this gentleman, except that he died a very gruesome death. Perception check. Seven. Doesn't show you anything except that you notice this horrible scene in front of you of this torso uh, without a head. Um, All is, I wish to say still, uh, but the wind and the sound is starting to completely obscure your vision from your companions. At this moment, Idana, you said you were going through the trees, correct? Yeah, I wanted to go through the trees and see if I could try and find whatever might have killed the person that I could kind of see off to the left, I would assume. Okay, uh, that's perfect. Uh, how about a... Let's go perception check or investigation. I'll go with perception. 21! Awesome. So with a 21, you are able to make out some tracks. Uh, They are quite large. The footprints look huge. There is blood uh, on the outlines of the footprints that walk directly towards you. However... Towards me. They start to make their way right back to that green tent that is now that is now completely hidden by a wall of blizzard clouds. You cannot see your companions. Okay. Um, can I start just following these footprints? Can you mark out on the map like where those footprints would be? Because that's where Idana would exactly follow is those footprints. Hopefully my uh, crude drawing here uh, paints a good enough picture of as they're coming back. You're good. Yeah. Here. At this moment. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Uh, Everyone, let's roll initiative. Oh boy. 
true to form, a two. <laughs> I think I've gone last every fight we've been in. I we got a 22. Sorry, this is the lovely roll 20 uh, <laughs> curse I'm going to have with this whole thing. Um, I got an idea. We're going to just uh, wing it, and you're going to see exactly what lies out there because there's no way that I can do this. Can I? Can I do it like this? If I do this, do you guys see what I just put on the map? Oh. Oh. I hate that laugh. Stop it. Oh my god, that's he's scheming. He's scheming. Terrible. Oh no. I want y'all to know this is a this is out of character. I have ten hit points, so uh, this could be the end. You fought what? Oh, we we fought the goblins and the bears, and I took hits. Oh no. So I have ten hit points and no way of uh, like second win. I use that. No action. I have nothing. So. uh... This oh could... no! <laughs> well, good thing you came up with all those character ideas. That's <laughs> also true. Oh no! Thank you, Torbro. Thank you so much. No, I'll I will I'll not drink let you to die. That. I'll drink to that absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I I appreciate you not letting me die. We hope so, but if I fall prone, that's a good chance I'm dying. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to keep a bit of secrecy here with my rolls because I don't want you to know what's lying in store so I will say the creature rolled an 8 uh, so that puts us However, you cannot see your companions. You cannot no. tell really anything that's going on except that you have some bloody tracks heading up towards you. And there seems to be more building on itself as the snow thins out. Okay. Um, well, let me see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Idana would get right here and just follow those footprints. With this putting me here, does Idana see anything? Oh, lovely. You do. You see a very short dwarf, uh, very pale skin, white, thin hair, very thin white beard. Roll me a perception check. Uh, I'm sorry. Let's do... Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think you know what it is. I don't think you need to roll any sort of history. You know this is a dwerger 
a Dwergar, excuse mm-hmm. me, a Dwergar, a dwarf of the underground, somebody who specializes in the human slavery trade. And they are not aware that you are right next to them. However, they seem to be talking inside of a tent very quietly like they're about to leave and come around the edge. Uh, I know you made your movement. What else would you like to Aww. do? So they are inside the tent? They are currently uh, stepping out of the tent. Uh, they have the back of the tent slightly open as they're two-thirds of the way out as if they're getting ready to uh, step out and forward around the other side. Not really paying attention to the south where you are, more towards the east and north where they're trying to come up and around. Okay. Um, if that is the case, I would probably throw one of my daggers at this guy and try and hit him with that sneak attack. Lovely. Uh, we are an initiative, so please do so. Eleven? I don't does think that's gonna hit. hit. Well, beans. Hit. So, well, that's, that's it. With an eleven... Roll me stealth, because I want to know if this gentleman now knows that you're behind him, and this thrown knife gives you away. But you oh, also yeah. oh an eight. That's an eight. Yeah, he he knows where I am now. I am sorry to say the blizzard does not uh, give you any favors in this situation. You are clearly seen by this Dwergar as he turns, opens the back of the tent, and shouts uh, in his native language uh, towards the others. Uh, I'm going to now open up. Oh dear. As one approaches from the inside that now spots you and you spot it, Tobias. Uh, From the north side of the tent, you can see that a hand has opened up and started to move the uh, branches of uh, I'm sorry, not branches, what do you call it? The cloth. Move the branches. Uh, Yeah, the tarp uh, of the tent out of the way, uh, which brings us to your turn as you start to see this Dwergar. After hearing something from this tent and a decent amount of footsteps um, open up, what would you like to do at this moment? Um, So what do they say in, in Dwarvish? Because I speak Dwarvish. These pieces are shit. They're here! Okay. Right. Uh, so Tobias is going to, I guess, move forward and take a swing at this guy. Okay. Let's hit. Uh, a nine does not hit. I can pay that much. <laughs> I'm sorry, a nine does not hit this creature. 
that's that's all I got. <laughs> all right. Uh, isn't it lovely being a level three? Where you're limited so much. Uh, <laughs> so, as you go through to hit, you uh, swing on this creature. Uh, the Dwergar moves to the side, uh, smiling at you uh, as it is now the Dwergar's turn as they rolled an eight in initiative. for sake of uh, battle. I'm just gonna... So you have a handful of Dwergars that burst from this green tent all running out. Um, they notice you. Uh, they have a bit of blood about them. Uh, some of them have some uh, shiny materials, most likely jewelry and things they've stolen from this campsite, shoved into their pockets. Um, as they look at you, uh, the, I'm going to give them a little bit of color, actually, to help myself here. The one that you swung at, Tobias, we're going to give him the blue color. The blue guy is going to use enlarge. What's his size now? He is a large creature. Okay. Man, if only he was a giant creature. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a big boy. So he's stepping up on this tent, stamping, stamping it uh, down to where it falls to the ground and flutters away. Uh, it's a giant... Uh, I'm sorry, a large creature now uh, as it uses its uh, war pick. Uh, to swing down at you. Uh, and misses uh, with a 10. And so it swings down and barely, I don't want to say barely, but swings and comes down. But you can tell that even though it's larger, it slowed itself down. Now we have the green one who's going to go. Uh, and he's going to use his war pick on you, Tobias, since you are right there with him. Mm -hmm. I figured. I'm surrounded right now. I understand. That's a 16. Does a 16 hit? Does not. Just barely missed. Oh. oh. All right. Good job. <laughs> so, <laughs> as, a G as a DM, I'm so proud of you. And not at all annoyed that my Dwergars are not hitting. Uh, so, <laughs> so his war pick swings down, barely missing you, and you can start to see that these guys mean business. They're not looking for humans to slave. They're looking for death. Uh, and that brings us to this one here, who we're going to put directly north of you, who is going to be red, who is also going to attack with their war pick. Oh, yes! A 20! 20 does definitely hit. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, and with a natural uh, failure, they get one. Uh, their add-on is two, so they do a total of three piercing damage. 
Okay. This last one, we're going to paint him orange. This orange Dwergar that's sitting a little bit northwest of you. He is going to also use enlarge. So at this point, uh, Idana, Torvrol, mm-hmm. you can see two very large shadows in the clouds in front of you. You can hear the sounds of battle. However, you cannot quite uh, make out what is happening. Uh, with that being said, the last slash is going to come down for a measly seven. What's the point of being enlarged if you're not going to hurt somebody? Alright. Um, Is this other fellow going to come at me since I went at him? That's exactly what I was just about to do. Uh, he was okay. getting ready to uh, make a mad dash at you. And he's going to stand next to you and swing with his war pick. Uh, oops, excuse me. Come on, roll 20. Uh, 21. Well, that super hits. And then he rolls his d8, which is a 3, and adds 2 to that, making it 5 piercing damage. Uh, Let's see here. Torv roll. You can clearly see that there's some stuff happening down or uh, not down but to your east uh, towards the uh, large shadows you can start to hear the sounds of battle happening you're a little bit obscured uh, uh, vision wise however you can clearly tell something dire is happening I think you have enough movement to join the battle what would you like to do I think I might actually not so I have 25 feet one, two, three, four, five, mm-hmm. and the dash action. Yep. That's your action yep. to go there at 25. Right. I was hoping to get within 60 feet of you. Uh, but I'm not going to be able to do that till next turn, anyways. Um, oh, wait. Duh, dummy. I'm dummy, dummy, dummy. <laughs> uh, healing word is a bonus action, so I can use my action as a movement and dash and still heal you. Hooray! Uh, oops, wrong button. Huzzah. So we'll go another one, two, three, four, five, and uh, cast healing word on you for healing word. Uh, eight. Very good. Alright. Does that conclude your turn? It does indeed. Alright, so that brings us back to the top of the order. Idana, you have a Dwargar uh, that is now in your face uh, swinging at you. What do you do? Um, let me get into my character sheet on here, and I'm going to pull out the new magical dagger that I've got, 
And with my bonus yes. action, turn it into a short sword and swing at the fella in front of me. <laughs> I'm so happy you did. Please hit. Yes! 22. <laughs> so let's see what kind of damage that is. Oh, that makes me so happy. Is that giving me damage? No, how do I get it to do damage? Click on Oriole's Blade Short Sword in the chat box. And it'll roll with him. So And then you're gonna have to add two d Oh there we go. Yep. Okay, oh, so that's five plus six. Yep. Uh he is bloody. Okay, uh, I'm so glad that you did that. As you convert that sword, Idana, you start to hear whispering in the back of your ears. Boy. Uh, will you please make me a wisdom saving throw? Okay. Nine. You start to hear the voice of something unfamiliar, but intriguing uh, ringing in your ears. You are able to brush it off at the moment. However, okay. you can hear that it is not going away, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um, that's my turn. Yeah, I used my action and my bonus action. So, that will be it. Uh, okay. Okay, I'm going to have you do that next turn. Okay. Uh, so, uh, that brings us to Tobias. I, uh, you are look at all these surrounded. Look at all these gray dwarves, and I say, if I'm going down, some of y'all are going down with me. And I take a swing at the red one. Okay. Swing away. 18 hit. Oh, yes, it does. Take 11 slashing damage, please. <laughs> Beautiful. They take all 11 of that slashing damage uh, as you bloodied this red Dwergar in front of you. And that is all I've got. I have nothing else in my bag of tricks. So. Okay. That brings us to the Dwergars. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. I want to see what happens here. We're just going to start making our way around you uh, with the first largest blue one. He's going to swing. Okay. I'm... 
Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Uh, he's going to take his war pick, and he's going to swing down at you for a lovely 22 damage or a 22 to hit. Correct. Yep, it hits. Six damage. Uh, that's piercing. For- if it makes a difference. Don't forget to add your 1d4 for enlarge. Uh, that is added. 1d4 is added with your enlarge? Uh-huh. Yep. I had okay. to. Plus six. All right. Keep uh, on going. <laughs> I love this attitude. Uh, <laughs> that feels so bad, because this could be my first TPK, guys. Uh, let's that's see fine. Uh, not TPK. My first... Uh, character kill. Uh, Green is going to take his javelin come on, roll 20. Don't, don't do this to me. He's going to take his javelin and swing uh, with an 8. Uh, and miss. Red, that was bloodied before. He's going to take his uh, war pick and swing. That is a 12, which I imagine doesn't hit. Not. Orange is going to use invisibility and disappear. Okay. Yes. The one in front of you, Idana. Mm-hmm. is going to use the war pick as well as they swipe down towards you. Uh, does mm-hmm. an 18 hit? Yup. I've only got leather armor. That's super gonna hit. Okay, well, 1d8, they rolled a natural one, and that's plus two, so there's only three piercing. Cool. Oh. And that one's not doing too good. Uh... <laughs> Brings us to Torferl. All right, um, I'm going to keep moving in. So one, two, three, four, and five, and I'm gonna shoot um, red over here with a uh, can trip, and that can trip is gonna be a Sacred Flame DC 14 um, saving throw, Dex saving throw. I got a 17. He saves and nothing happens. And um, that'll be my turn. Okay. Alright. So with that, brings us back to the top of the turn order with Idana. You are currently going uh, head-to-head with a Dwergar, a a gray dwarf of the underworld. What would you like to do? I'm going to swing at this guy again with my icy blade. Natural 20. Roll that damage. With a 25. 
So that would be five plus three and then seven plus four. You kill this creature. Now, oops. as you kill this creature, Idana, this Duergar in front of you, you see a, hu- uh, a humanoid figure standing where the Dwergar once was. Some, uh, this figure is a silhouette standing about five feet ten inches tall, staring directly at you. Hard to make out features of the face, of the body, of anything that's really standing out. The only thing that you're able to make out is the silhouette, the shape, this, the being, the presence of the person. As it registers, you start to hear the words that you were ignoring once. Mimsy. Huddle. Is the only thing you're able to make out. As that silhouette of a person goes away, bringing us to Tobias. Tobias. Can I move closer? Yes, please. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, you do you're have good. your movement. gonna move yeah Uh, i'm putting myself right there and with your movement there you are actually in the spot of the three tents and the campfire that was lit you are able to see the dwergars battling out with uh tobias clearly uh being almost i don't want to say uh uh swept up because he really is hasn't been swept up yet uh by the dwergars he's doing his damnedest to survive this uh, onslaught of an attack. Uh, As you make it there, Tobias, what would you like to do? Keep attacking, I guess. Uh, We will swing at green, because I'm just in a frenzy. I'm beat up. I'm trying to wipe at him. Okay. <laughs> With a critical 20, of course you hit. What's that damage? Uh, 16. Yeah, the guy. Vergar. Mortaled. And to answer your question, if they would have had a attack of opportunity technically there was five feet of distance between blue dwergar enlarged and them moving uh it's hard to make out with the way i have the tent positioned but yes i was paying attention to that right thank you bill i appreciate you pointing that out (laughs) as a new dm those kinds of things always help uh, let's see here, Tobias. Uh, after you critical hit uh, and you beat the hell out of this uh, Dwergar with a single hit, uh, smashing it down to its mortal self. Uh, anything else you're doing? That's all I can do. Okay, so now we're going back to the Dwergars. The Dwergars at this point are now pissed off. The larger one is going to swing, hopefully to hit. Does the 15 hit? It does not. Dang it. 
cool, very cool. I was really hoping a 15 would have been it. Uh, <laughs> so my enlarged Dwergar again fails me. Uh, my green Dwergar that you knocked the hell out of. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's a natural 20 back at you. Nice. Alright, let's let's see it. Total of 14 damage. I am unconscious. Okay. I'm going to put a little stamp on your character uh, token. Totally fine. I understand. Okay, so you are unconscious, Tobias. Uh,. Idana and Torvarol, you can see that your uh, partner has now been knocked completely unconscious to the ground and not putting up any more of a fight in this uh, area of attack, bringing us to the red one. Who is going to turn to you, Idana? Hmm. That's a 21 to hit? Yep. That got me. Uh, so that would be a total of four piercing damage. Nothing bad. Okay. And for our last one is going to uh, make their final appearance directly behind our friend Torvarol. With advantage, uh, going to swing down their... Oh, a 20 to hit. A war pick. That is. All right. Hey, First hey, damage of the campaign. Here we go. Just so you know, DM, on that enlarged, uh, it's 2d8 plus 1d4. They're uh, enlarged pick. So it's a little more damage. Uh, yes, thank you. Said two D eight plus four. I was trying. Four or plus one D four. So, do you look over here at your enlarged war pick? Is plus four to hit? It is a two D eight plus two, and then you get with enlarged one D four extra damage on the weapon itself. I got you. So what I was rolling was uh, kind of a makeshift version of that. Uh, just right. to because my enlarged uh, click doesn't uh, deal out the damage, uh, but yes, mm-hmm. thank you for bringing that to my attention. It should You're have good, been right? a little bit harder of a hit. <laughs> uh, so uh, I don't want you cheating. Though. No, no, thank you very much. That keeps me honest. That keeps this game flowing and shows the difficulty and the dangers of the road here. Um, so that should be an extra so that would be nine total coming towards you Idana if it's 2d8 plus 4 I thought it was uh, 2d4 
Yes, yeah, I'm sorry. Excuse me. me. Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Torbril. Uh, apologies. Uh, Donna Torbril. Uh, yes. Uh, Torbril. Uh, nine. Oh my god. What do you uh, keep pulling death saves for? Those every six seconds. Yeah, no, but that's like a whole round. Yeah, for a whole round. You don't Is need it? to worry okay. about, like, uh, I yeah, thought, yeah, I thought timer every wise. turn six seconds. Like, my combat was six seconds. His combat was six seconds. Uh, it would that's be every time. round would be about six seconds in the D&D thing. So, yes, I appreciate the uh, diligence, but no, you're <laughs> you're still doing okay. That's my fault. <laughs> uh, what do you plan to do? Fucking Dorga! And, um, I'm going to do a couple things here. First, emboldening bond between myself and Idana, which is an action. Post it in chat, but it gives you D4, um, as long as you're within 30 feet of me on attack rolls, ability checks, or saving throw, and you can use it once per turn. And second thing is bonus action healing word on our poor downed little fighter. For five health points, but you're back up at least. And that'll awesome. do it. Awesome. Uh, sorry, I'm typing something oh. out right now. You're good. I'm going to do one other thing. I'm actually going to use my movement um to come over here to next to blue and go ahead and take the opportunity to attack on or from orange. Okay. Try and pull some guys off you if I can at all. Uh, does a 17 hit? It... I believe it does. Where's my sheet? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, that would be a total of 13. 13. Ouch. Uh, does that end your turn? It does. All right, Idana, that brings us to you. Okay. Um. Frustrated with what's going on and seeing my friend go down and then come back up, I am going to let my nerves get the better of me and try and bite at this. Durgar in front of me. <laughs> Give in to it. 23. Oh, yes, yes. That'll be six piercing damage, which I will regain in health. All right. Uh, they are currently bloodied. Uh, or mortal, mortal to, uh, yeah, 
mortal, I think is the the correct term. Yeah. And I'll have that be the end of my turn. There's nothing else that I want to do. Alright. Perfect, Idana. Alright, that brings us to Tobias. <coughs> oh. oh, good god. Um, and I will take a swing at the red... A 15 hit. Just misses. Oh, fuck. I mean, you know, it's, I just came back from being unconscious. I'm probably coughing up some blood. You know, it's understandable. <laughs> so. Uh, is that it for your turn? That's, that's all I can do. If I move, I'm taking three opportunity attacks. So... It's right. either take three now or take three this turn. So. All right. Uh, so the first one uh, of our lovely gray dwarves, our guards are going to swing at you uh, with a seven to not hit. Okay, let's see what the green one does. To swing. What's <laughs> Not often do I get double sevens, uh, but that is disheartening. Uh, okay, come on, red one. You got it. You got something in you. You got, you got one last fight, one last push. Come on, buddy. How does he feel about yeah. just getting bitten by a weird-looking elf? Uh. <laughs> so as as he, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. So as this Dwergar is completely confused on why this uh, paler elf has just bitten him and drained him of his life fluids, he's very confused. But he hasn't forgotten about that fight that is still embedded in him as he swings back down with a twenty-three. Uh, yeah. And that's a total of eight damage. Plus Ooh. four. Yeah, Ooh. plus four. Eight. I and... guess I just kind of spit his blood back at him. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll say orange disappears again. Back to the top of the turn order. Back to you, Idana. Oh, you missed Torbrol. I'm sorry, yeah. Torbrol. Please, please take your turn. I will, and <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, use my Warhammer here. Um, I, don't, I don't remember if I have a shield or not. Clerics have them. Yeah, I just don't remember if I specifically, like, took one or not. Mm. I do have one. So, um, that is not going to be being used right now. I will just do a one-handed swing then. Uh, with a dirty 20 to hit. Nice. How much damage do you do? Uh, blue here. Okay. Uh, six bludgeoning damage. Beautiful. Bloodies. And, um, I think that's going to be my turn right now, actually. 
Okay. That's gonna do. Torb roll, thank you. Okay, uh, bringing us back to the top to Idana. You have just been hit uh, back with kind of the same ferocity that you hit this Dwergar. What are you going to do? Um. I am going to try and swing at him with the icy short sword. Perfect. 13. That won't hit, but I'm going to try and use that d4. Okay. See if that helps. So. Does hit. 16. Cool. Yes. So. 10 slashing plus 6 cold. Ooh. 16 you damage. Obliterate this creature. And as you obliterate this gray dwarf that stood in front of you, that smashed you just as bad, uh, again, the name Vimsy Huddle falls upon your ears as you start to see the silhouette moving in a certain direction uh, west. So it's moving away from me? Yes. No longer We're in about. the battle. Um, so if you just killed uh, this Dwergar, which was standing in front of you, the uh -huh. silhouette is now starting to make their way a little bit south, but mostly west, heading towards the opposite, or the same way that you were headed, towards Bryn Shander, uh, opposite of the east way, west way. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna kind of just shake that off, ignore that, and just kind of come right over here to get into the middle of the fray. Lovely. And that will be the end of my turn. Alright. And that brings us to Tobias. Tobias, what would you like to do? Uh, look at this large and just stare him down and take a swing at him. <laughs> I love it. Critical. Yes. This is not your fight, buddy. No, I'm telling you, this is. I could possibly die here. No. Never. I hate to say this. Uh, it doesn't hit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. Carl's uh, not gonna let you go down, buddy. It'll be okay. Tobias, you're a hell of a fisher, though. You're a hell of we a fisher. We can always bring you back as a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, that is an option. <laughs> I don't know. Can a Daphir, Daphmir do that? Or is it it depends on the DM. Okay. And you got yourself a DM that would say, hell yeah. <laughs> you get it? Coming back as a vampire dwarf? How cool would that be? <laughs> I really do turn this into a, uh, a Castlevania campaign. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Kidding. 100%. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Tobias, I'm sorry. Uh, that doesn't do anything. And if that concludes your turn, we can start That's the it. onslaught of our Dwergars. Bring it. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Give me something good. 15, does it hit? It does not hit. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's cool. 
Okay, so or blue still has yet to do damage, right? I think it's only done one damage, only yes. one hit. Yep. What a okay. I love uh, so much. Things that you don't expect to be the <laughs> the letdown always let me down. Uh, green, Idana, they're going to swing at you with their normal sized war pick. There's uh, mm -hmm. a 17 hit. Yep. That would be. Five plus four is nine. Ouch. I'm sorry. I'm no, bloodied. no, 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 not, not mine. No? Because green is not enlarged. That's my, uh, my apologies. Uh, okay. I was still stuck in blue. Uh, so just five. Just five. Okay. I am still bloodied. All right. Fair enough. There. Perfect. Yes, perfect. Okay. Uh, so the other one is invisible, and uh, that brings us to the end of the Dwergar's turn. Who is next? Which would be Torvald. Uh, swing in with my um, with my warhammer again here. One hand do. Uh, with a big old 12 to hit, um, let me try oh, no. on my d4 as well here. Maybe I'll get a 4. I don't. 14. Um, so yeah, I just swing and I miss. But I will, uh, you know, insult him real quick. Um, how am I going to insult him? Whatever you feel like. I know, There's I'm trying so many to think. Options. Dwarf, dwarf yeah. on dwarf right now. Yeah. I will yell in dwarvish uh, that your mother, your mother's beard is smaller than a child's. <laughs> oh, he's going to definitely take notice of that. <laughs> do not insult mother beard without a fight. <laughs> All right, so you have officially moved the gaze of the uh, blue Dwergar Grey Dwarf onto you, Tor uh, Torvrol. Uh, and that brings us back to the top of the turn order, unless there's anything else? Nope. I'm just waiting for our vampire to go and kill everybody for us. <laughs> yep. Come on, vampire. Do your thing. Please continue murdering. This is very <laughs> helpful. That's what I'm good at, it seems. Um, I am going to swing at the big blue one. Okay. <laughs> Hits. Four. Yeah, that'll super hit. So five plus six, eleven damage. Uh, sneak attack also, right? Uh, yes. Let me get that sneak attack damage on there. If that wants to work. So that should be just a d6. Right? 2d6, yes, you are right. So an additional 8 damage. Good grief. 
19 total? Yep, 19 nice. total. Yeah, 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 On yeah. On the yeah. blue. Yeah, that's cool. Enlarged that's just my, uh, That's just my uh, big guy that you just slaughter. Uh-huh. Uh, anything, yeah, any any special way you want to kill him? I'm just going right for the head. <laughs> so you He's take... not too big. I'm normal height. I'm just going right for the head. Just slice that head clean off the shoulders. So with precision, you take the head clean off the shoulders. Uh, it falls... Uh, on the ground in front of you. you I would will... definitely just be like baring my teeth at it as well, just pissed. The green uh, Dwergar, the only one that's left at this moment, stares in horror uh, at the sight that you have uh, done, uh, or the sight of seeing this large Dwergar fall so easily. Um, I think it's uh, 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 anything else that you would like to do, Edana. It'll be it. I'm staying right here. All right, perfect. That brings us to our friend who is left, the green Dwergar, who's yeah. going to take their last uh, slash there at Edana. Hmm. Do I get to go? Uh, yeah. Tobias should go. I apologize, Tobias. Nope, you're good. I've got revenge on the mind. (laughs) I'm just just hoofing it as far as I can go. There you go. That's what I'm doing. I'm moving. That's it. Any particular way or reason or why? Uh, Because I am bleeding and coughing up blood and just want to get away from the remaining Duragar. I want to go over here behind these rocks and kind of like lay down on a, you know, hide something. Roll me a perception check. Hey. Four. Oh. Oh. God. Congratulations. You have successfully fleed. You have no idea where the battle is taking place. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. That means I'm probably about to get. Oh. We are missing one. Oh no. We are oh. missing one. The orange one is still hiding. That's my turn. That's all I can do. Oh, dear. Do you maybe want to ready in action in case orange shows up? Can I um, suggest you ready in action? <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I, though? I mean... Yes, you, you only can. did if your it, movement. If, yes, right, but can. if he jumps out from invisibility, he's going to be a surprise attack. So oh, I don't that's know if I can, true. I don't know if I can ready in action to hit him. I mean, I'll say I'll ready a, a, a great sword swing, but if I have no idea where he's coming from... But yeah, sure. I ready a swing. Ready that swing. Range. Because I feel like if you knew there was the chance of getting attacked once more, you would at least have your weapon ready to go, right? It's out for sure. Right, um, right. That is so, for sure. so if he was even to surprise, I assume you would be able to attack because you're ready to go. Just anyone would, I assume, right? I, yeah, you're DM. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so if that is your turn, Tobias, 
That brings us to our lovely Dwergard. Green is going to go, thank goodness, since I rolled a terrible roll before. <laughs> mm -hmm. Does a 19 hit? Yeah. <laughs> of course it does. Of course it does. Oh. Wait, no, that's not right. Excuse me. That was the wrong dice that was rolled. There we go. <laughs> that should be more Oy. like it. Eleven. Oy. I am not doing hot. I just I'm I'm spitting blood right at him again. Just I am not good. I have I have four hit points, y'all. Yeah, five. Oh yo. And I've got one spell left. Oh gosh. <laughs> Somebody don't die. I know. It's gonna have a Sophie's choice. <laughs> I would, yeah. All right. Uh. I moved my orange friend exactly where I would like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a fair spot. Uh, Torvaral. Okay, um, I am going to make my way, come my way over here and uh, <laughs> smack on Green's face. Roll the hit, please. 16. Oh, that hits. Good. Eight bludgeoning damage. Tell me, how do you kill this final Dwergar? Final visible. Yeah. Final visible. <laughs> um, I mean, y'all know Gallagher, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. I just scream out, God's damn fucking Dwergars! And, um,. Like Gallagher's face with my pretty warhammer. Rad. I love it. All right, I love it. Uh, that's pretty middle. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, that's messed up <laughs> <laughs> uh, for anyone to go out that way. Uh, let me reveal to you your last obstacle. To the south, getting ready to flee, you see the last Dwergar, uh, who oh, should not be enlarged, I'm sorry. Because you would not be able to be that invisible if you're an enlarged dwarf. Uh, getting ready to flee towards the south. Uh, um, they don't seem to be trying to attack. What would you like to do at this moment? Uh, I will say... We'll bring it to the top of the turn order, Idana. Okay. Um. Oh, golly. He's trying to run. I'm gonna make it as far as I can. Five, ten. Eight, five, thirty. 
think that's as far as I can go. And then I am going to just throw my other dagger that I have at him. And it's got a range of 20, which he is 20 feet away from me. Perfect. 20. 20, of course you hit. Six. Would this be a sneak attack? Uh, Probably not. Is he aware of me behind him? He would not necessarily be aware of you behind him, no. So, yes. (laughs) So you would take that sneak attack? Okay. So that would be the eight plus the six. Yeah. So that would be 14. See, there's certain things you do as a DM where it comes to narrative, and then somebody comes <laughs> and sneak attacks your person running for narrative for six, and you realize, hmm, this is interesting. Not quite what I was planning, but fair enough. Uh, you definitely uh, hit. Uh, they drop to their knees uh, as you are able to take out one of the kneecaps with this dagger. Um, and they have stopped moving, uh, Tobias. Uh, I'm sorry, I, like I should to... ask Idana, is there anything else you would like to do? That's all I can do. Okay, perfect. Uh, Tobias, at this moment, you are able to start to see clearly now the blizzard is gone. Uh, it's starting to subside. The hour has passed uh, from the time that you have been traveling from this battle to now and you are starting to see a little bit clearer you can clearly see donna about to uh go hand to hand with this dwergar uh you know that uh a little bit northeast of you would be the camp site that you can start to see but not entirely uh where you're at you know you are safe what would you like to do uh, loop up and and use my reach weapon, my hook. A twenty-one hit. Uh, yes, a twenty-one hits. Uh, five damage. Nice. They are mortaled. Single digits, yo. Way to go. Um, and that is it. My turn. The Wergar for their turn, uh, realizing what kind of spot they're in, is um, going to one last attempt to. Uh, spring at you, Tobias, and end this uh, battle in their life for a... Oh, what? An eight. <laughs> it does not hit. 
See, again, the narrative. <laughs> All right. So this one springs forward. Uh, and there's not much juice in the tank as they lunge forward and you're able to easily parry them away like it's nothing. Like, almost like you're a little bit annoyed that they would try at this attempt. Uh, and I think, yeah, there's nothing else for them to do. Uh, Tobias, or I'm sorry, excuse me, uh, Torvaro. I'm going to move my 25 one. Two, three, four, five, and I will go ahead and toss a sacred flame at his ass. So <laughs> that is DC fourteen. Oh yeah, they're not. They're gonna have disadvantage uh, because they're not doing good. So that's a fourteen. They just make it. How is that even made it? <laughs> so. This one's able to just barely get out of the way of this sacred flame. Uh, oh, that's impressive. Uh, no. Anything else? Nope, that is it. <laughs> All right. Uh, that brings us back to the top of the turn order, uh, Idana. All right. In this new fashion of mine, I'm moving forward towards him and I am going to just bite the dude again okay perfect you can just tell me uh, I, I at this point I'm not going to make he's in single digits this is ridiculous we might as well just kill him off well I mean bite him down it's a vampire bite yeah I bite him I, I take him down I just jump at him grab onto his shoulders and just latch onto his neck just a fury in my eyes about this whole situation Perfect. but as I'm like biting onto this dude none of his life energy is coming to me because I am so exhausted fair enough uh, so as he's uh, as there's just a flurry of blows happening towards this one guy from the sacred flame to him tossing and rolling and moving right into your hands. You're able to bite down, but you're not able to quite grab the life force to replenish yourself. But this uh, Dwergar is now dead. Uh, you can... Uh, oops. Oh, There's an explanation as to why it's not giving me any hit points. I can only take life force with two vampiric bites, but I can bite whenever I want to. And I've taken life force twice, once with the other dude up near the tents and then the polar bear. Cool beans. That works. Oh, I love you, roll 20, so much. All right. Um, so he is gone at this moment. Um, you can start to survey a little bit of the scene that you were just in there's unfortunate blood everywhere the snow is stained with the crimson um color of of blood that has uh, started to drain out from the uh, the dwergars and the uh two corpses um you 
are clear to go. Ex- uh, I don't want to say explore, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Look into the tents, camp out, uh, rest. What would you like to do? It looks like these dwarves. They might. They might. Uh, they. I think they robbed this caravan already. We ought to go through their belongings and make sure that there's nothing that. Uh, we need to return to anybody or anything that maybe we ought to keep for ourselves. Um, that that sounds like a good idea. And then, oh God, maybe we can take a rest after this. A rest is for pussies. I feel like shit though. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I feel you on that one. I think. I don't feel like I've taken much damage so far in this little campaign of ours, but today it really, really took it out of me. I almost got down to half hit points. Oh god, you poor thing. And I'll just <laughs> toss the Durgar onto the ground and just kind of flop over. Uh... <sighs> well, since you're doing so well, do you want to go survey our kills and make sure we don't leave anything behind before I go hobble into the tents? Sure, I will go roll some bodies. Is that an investigation? Uh, yes, uh, that would work, yeah. I'm going to add my d4 onto that because it hasn't been 10 minutes yet. Okay. 17. And an 8. Okay. I'm rolling. Make an investigation as well, why not? Four. Yeah, that ain't gonna be doing anything for me. I'm mostly focused on laying in the snow. You guys just sit down there. Let me take care of this for you. Oh, why is this gonna break my game? How can I do this with a broken game? Okay, uh, Torvril. <laughs> you get a rod of absorption. Hmm. <laughs> That laugh is because it's like the Twingas where it's going to break my game. And I wish you guys would just flatten this like the Twingas. Uh, Rod of Absorption is a great um, item. I'll tell you kind of a little bit more about it as I'm pulling it up in my compendium. Because there are some things that are uh, needed to be known about this. <sighs> While holding this rod, you can use your reaction to absorb a spell that is targeting only you and not with an area of effect. The absorbed spell effect is cancelled and the spell's energy, not the spell itself, is stored in the rod. Wheat. So if they cast like, I don't know, uh, some level four spell at me, it'll store like a level store four spell slot in the rod. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> this is making me a little bit annoyed, but I love it. This is what D and D is for. Uh, this is great. Uh, if you look up in your compendium, rod of absorption. Um, 
you can learn a little bit more about that and how you want to use it and who you want to give it to is completely up to you. Uh, the other two, uh, you are able to find basic items such as uh, Tinder. Um, you are able to find goggles. You are able to find basic... Uh... <laughs> I love you, buddy. Sorry, my youngest son just popped in here and just decided to say hello. Uh, <laughs> uh, you find basic uh, weathered clothing that can handle uh, freezing cold temperatures. Um, nothing else really that stands out. Hey. Oh, wow. So as you are able to take in these items, uh, I imagine a rest is in order. Mm. Oh, yeah. All right. Please. Perfect. Well, I think this is a perfect stopping point for tonight's episode. Uh, as we take a rest, um, I think this is a grand opportunity for us to introduce our... Uh, twitter account if you're uh looking to uh follow us on twitter talk to us uh maybe give us some ideas anything like that we love those kinds of things anything from the fans uh at critcast podcast on twitter uh let us know uh some of your ideas you can also reach us at critcast at gmail.com uh for anything like that uh if you want to let us know any of your ideas maybe you have some things you want to send to us uh please do we'd love to hear from our fans uh for tonight's episode thank you so much for listening in uh do you guys want to say good night uh good night everyone thanks for coming and listening to our game or i guess good morning or good day whenever you listen to this yeah uh good night sleep tight hope the bed bugs don't bite and if they do something about black and blue but i can't remember the rest of the rhyme <laughs> fair enough have a good night everybody thank you for joining in fantastic thank you so much for joining us here at the critcast podcast as we go through icewind dale rhyme of the frost maiden and we look forward to posting more episodes every wednesday uh join us follow us and let us know uh what you guys think and we'll talk to you soon